0: Episode one hundred and six of the Go Home Show. I am your host Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend Brian be or Brian. Yo, how you doing today? I'm good. Hey Brian. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, good. How
1: you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? It's a friends reference. Yep. And nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, Eric's, um, Eric's Chandler, and uh, I'm Joey. Could I, uh, could I be any more Chandler? I don't get it. That's Joey. He doesn't get things. <laughs> That's, that's Joey. That's why he had his own show. (laughs) Oh, God. Because he didn't get things. Oh, man. The um, girl who played uh, Adriana from Sopranos? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was on that show. Yeah, she Um, was one of Joey's sisters. Yeah, she was Joey's
0: sister on the show or whatever, right? Yeah. Weird. So weird. What a like, what a weird career move. (laughs) But, like, why wouldn't you take that... If you were offered a job on a friend's spinoff,
1: yeah, on NBC, yeah, you would absolutely take it, right? I mean, you're guaranteed one season. Yeah, yeah it's a big name show I, for for NBC mm-hmm.
0: at that time mm-hmm. with that character. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, yep. anything NBC does, it's like, oh, oh, dude, if you if you if you get a show order from NBC, be fucking careful. Oh, dude, it's pilot season? From- we have so much to talk about. We have so much wrestling to talk about. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I'm so over wrestling right now. Like, you understand this was like eight hours of shit. I didn't watch... Ha- I, I'm i going to be honest with you. I didn't watch the pay-per-view. I didn't watch NXT. Brian's going to lead us through that. I honestly don't even care. Yep. Like, all day today, I just went, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. Like, I don't care. Wrestling right now, Raw was awesome. Yeah. Raw was so good. And everything that I saw from the pay-per-view was excellent. Mm-hmm. Lucha Underground was really good. I'm sure NXT was good. It's too much. I don't care. I'm super burned out on it. Like, I, I, I'm so sick of wrestling right now. It's more fun to just kind of, like, talk about and, like, throw it away. But it's such a commitment to have to, like, watch all of this. It is. Uh, for you guys, it's it's easier because you can probably just watch it more at, like, your leisure and then you tune into the show or whatever other wrestling podcast. You kind of keep up with stuff, whatever. It, it's a lot easier. But, like, dude, I have, like, notebooks fucking notebooks filled 107 episode 105 106 episodes of this and like this this it, notebook it's like damn man to the like it's just it's just a lot it's just a lot so all day i'm like i don't uh. so it's uh, just like pilot season well yeah. i guess they just had um they just had upfronts and oh. um have you seen any of the new shows that no. are uh, that have like season the orders what? Or or potential season orders. Here's the thing about. There's one called Downward Dog on NBC about it's about a dog is the main character. Does he and, and he has shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. He has interview segments uh-huh. like like Modern Family or like The Office. Mm-hmm. But he's dog. Mm-hmm. Um, Does his owner own a yoga studio? No, she uh, she's like an ad exec, and she's not very happy with her job. So they kind of like you know they kind of find their way together. There's another show called uh, American Housewife, and it's about a mom. Who, uh, she's, you know what, she's a little on the heavy side, and her kids are a little weird, and she lives in, shut up, she lives in a rich town, Mm -hmm. and you know what, she's not perfect, Uh but, you know what, her, she's married to, um, uh, one of the, one of the, you remember the Drew Carey show? Yes. You remember the guy with the black hair? His name's, uh, Diedrich, Diedrich Bader?
1: No. Oh. Uh, he w- the one who isn't Ryan Styles. Uh, the only person I know from that show aside from Drew Carey is the female Drew Carey. Oh, okay. Well, he's in the show, so <laughs>
0: there you go. Um, there's uh, there's uh, a show on CBS. I think it's CBS uh-huh. where H.G. Wells goes to the future because Jack the Ripper is his friend, and he goes. To- shut up! And he goes to the future. Uh-huh. Shut up! Shut up! Uh-huh. And he and H.G. Wells has to stop him from murdering people in 2016. And a girl doesn't believe him, so they go three days in the future, but then they find out that the girl is going to get murdered, so that then they have to save her by going back three days. Mm-hmm. It's called Time After Time. Fuck off. <laughs> oh my
1: why
0: god. Don't, why don't you watch TV? Why don't, why, don't, why, why don't you watch TV? One,
1: because now you cannot get any broadcast TV without a box, yeah. so I, I can't even yeah. watch broadcast TV. Uh-huh. And the only thing I ever fucking watched was Jeopardy uh-huh. and sports games. And then, two, because you have a show on ABC called Uh Blackish that's somehow okay to have because black people are in it and it's about black families in white suburbia, but that's okay. We'll just roll with it. Because there's hold Hold on. on. No, because there's also a show fresh off the boat called Fresh Off the Boat about Asians where it's absolutely 100% stereotypically Asian people, and we're just okay with that. But don't talk about my gender because that is somehow worse. So let's just leave that alone. And not have a TV show about that. So, I don't know. TV sucks. Nope. Sh- nope, TV rules. No. T- yep. TV... TV's great. TV is the TV's worst. Cool. Nope, it's the best. They just released, and I don't even care to watch this. I was sort of interested in it, mm-hmm. but they just released the first episode of AMC's Preacher. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Uh-huh. About 13, 14 years too late. You know who You know who the executive producer on that is? Who? Seth Rogen. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course, because he knows it's going to make money. It looks, it, it looks, it looks so ugly. It is the ugliest looking television show. The only it's so oversaturated. It looks like a comic book. The only TV show that I'm even remotely interested in mm-hmm. is that show Westworld that's gotten picked up by HBO uh-huh. and is executive produced by JJ Abrams and um, written. Or also executive produced by Jonathan Nolan, the guy who wrote all the Batman movies and all of Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan's movies, and that's because there are people who actually work on things that I enjoy. And even still, I'm not very like excited for that. I show. love it, guys! TV's back, yeah, It's back, downward it's downward dog, check it out, downward dog. You know what? Forget that. Check out
0: Dog with a Blog. Hey, on we want to we want to thank we want to thank our sponsors this week: Dog with a Blog and Downward Dog, mm-hmm. uh, two dog-centric uh, TV shows. Revolving around dogs who speak or use computers. Yes. Uh, So thank you very much for supporting us. Uh, They they paid us $15,000 just to plug them right
1: We blew now. it all on cocaine. We blew it all on what cocaine. What
0: was that show about the teenager? Uh, to, uh, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowell yes. or whatever? Yeah. who died and got turned into a dog? Uh-huh. Well, no, no, I don't think he died. I think he just got turned into a dog, and he had to do 100 <laughs> Deeds, 100 Good Deeds or something.
1: Was that before or after My Name is Earl came out? My name is Judge This is better than wrestling <laughs> uh,
0: So check out our sponsor 100 deeds for Eddie McDowd Dog with a Blog and Downward Dog All coming to NBC this fall uh, wish, What's the story, Wishbone? I'm gonna wag another tail uh, uh, Cody Rhodes left Eden left uh, Ryback potentially left mm-hmm. uh, Adam Rose left and that's what we're doing here on Professional Wrestling. Alright. Yeah. There's a dog outside. Yep. Maybe Is it's, it, it, it's two dogs.
1: Is it the dogs from Downward Dog? Could, could be. Secret Life of Pets. Thank you to our sponsor, Secret Life of Pets. Uh, uh, Secret Life of Alex Mack. Alex Mack wears a hat. Yep. How uh, about that? How about it? Then there was that other show mm-hmm. about that uh, the alien kid. What was his name? I don't know. I don't he he like crashed down his spaceship. It was also on Nickelodeon. Somebody in the chat will say it. I just remember, I remember that show and Alex Mack to me seemed very, very similar in premise.
0: I don't remember that one. Yeah, it's fine. Lucha Underground. Let's go. Dario Cueto and Cage talk about Chavo stealing the medallion and Dario Cueto says, we'll just get the medallion back and then you can put it in. And, it's, and then you got a thing. And he's like, okay. Here's the Gift of God ceremony. Cueto comes out, and then Cage comes out, and he's watching everyone. You know, he's making sure that Chavo's not going to come in and put the put the medallion in. Tejano, Joey Ryan, Sinestro de la Muerta, uh, Aerostar, Mac, and Sexy Star all come in, and they put all their medallions in. And then Chavo comes down, and Cage is like, fuck you, no way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So he beats the shit out of Chavo, Chavo, like, low blows him, I think. Yeah. And then um, Cage grabs the, like, the little, the Crown Royal sack that he had it in, <laughs> and he pulls it out. And so, Washer, and that's when the low blow happens, and then Chavo puts the medallion in the Gift of the Gods Championship, and so Gift of the Gods Championship now has Chavo in it, and not Cage, and Cage is very upset about that. It's awesome. Sorry. I like it a lot. That was a great way to start that show. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Chavo puts in the medallion, gets hit with Weapon X, and that's the end of that. Um. Uh, the the journey of Alan Strange. Sounds right. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly Fitzpatrick. She works in the comic industry. She has to know things like yeah. this. She has to, in order to like perfectly color comics. She has to know about the journey of Alan Strange. Otherwise, I don't. How
1: are you? He could read a book by just putting his hand on it. And I just remember. Being... Hang on. Hang on. Let me see. I want to see if I can do that too. Like well, you. Hang on. Shut up. He wrote the shut the
0: fuck Okay here, let me give me yours. Okay. It's gonna be the same. You have to hold it up so people can see it. Oh. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Arenas versus Daga versus Cover Moon versus Masquerita Sagrada. The famous bee comes out and does the intro. I'm running out of fucking steam for this fucking show. I got I'm so like tired of wrestling. Uh there's a... why do I why does it say sick duck to Daga? I don't know what any of this means. Did he duck? I don't know. Sick duck. Oh, didn't he...
1: What did that mean? What did that mean? Didn't he, like, dive out of some clothesline in some interesting way? He must have, but either way, it was sick.
0: It was a sick duck. (laughs) Famous B does the intro for Masquerita Sagrada. They're out there with Brenda. There's a sick duck by Daga. I don't know.
1: Oh, what... Oh no, it was Cobra Moon like gets real close to suck oh, his dick. oh
0: oh oh is a dick suck
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking at mine and I'm like mine says sick duck <laughs> No it says suck his dick
0: <laughs> Pro
1: Wrestling sucks
0: this is the <laughs> stupidest thing to have a podcast
1: about. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, there's
0: so much. There's so much we have to talk about. Oh, my God. So Cobra Moon pretends to suck, su- suck Doc's dick. There's a one-armed, one wing angel. There's a gory special and Billy Goat's curse combo uh, by Arhanes. Uh or no by Daga, our Henness and Cobra Moon. I thought that was really cool. Uh Daga dive uh, to the outside looks fucking insane. He just like throws his whole body out there and kinda like flips.
1: Daga's so cool. Like, I thought yeah, Dog Daga, yeah.
0: Daga we've only seen like once or twice, I think, uh outside of this match. Mm-hmm. And he's look he looks great, man. I, I really like him a lot. Yeah. Um Cobra Moon, now on the inside. She hits a sit-out driver, a Masquerita Sagrada, and then slithers away like a, um, like a, um... Like a, like a, like a lizard? Like a worm? Like a worm. Crawfish. Yeah. And, uh, she gives the pinta who, like, doesn't really know what to do, and then cover Moons, like, slithery. Very strange. Yep. Okay, episode, episode 106, A Sick Duck Who Sucks Dick. T- <laughs> Please, at the end of the show, copy and paste that and remind me. <laughs> the journey, the of- journey of Dogs. <laughs> Damn. You know what? We're going to start doing Rocky and Bowinkle titles. That's what it's going to be. Episode 106, A Sick Duck Who Sucks Dick, or The Journey of Dogs. <claps> Hang on. I have to write it down now. Uh, got to be the longest title. Oh, my God. A Sick Duck <laughs> Who Sucks Dick, or <laughs> The Journey of Dogs. Thank you. Oh, man. <laughs> downward Dog with a wrestling block. <laughs> the crowd starts chanting, get fame, 4-2-3. Get fame, 4 2 three. I thought that was nice. Yeah. Uh, Killshot and Marty the Moth have a backstage segment, and then they have a match. Mm-hmm. There's a moonsault dive that gets caught onto the outside. Killshot does a cool moonsault dive, and then he gets caught and eats a power slam onto the floor. Uh, German suplex and a corner exploder by Marty. Uh, there's a super kick by Killshot. Goes into a cutter. Then he hits a corner calf kick and an apron Death Valley driver. Looked fucking great. And um they tease a count out. They both get in just before ten. And it should have been the end of the match. Mm-hmm. I think this match got overbooked. I think that I yeah. think a double count out on that move, they both look really good. Especially how the
1: match finished. Yep.
0: Um there's a wheel wheelbarrow one winged angel that uh killshot wins with. It's good. I just think it's like what I think it was just like a couple minutes too long. And, uh, yeah, it was fine. So he gets a win. Post-match, he gets attacked by Marty the Moth Martinez. Fucking hate when they do that. You got the win. It's negated because you got attacked. Whatever. He steals the dog tags of, uh, of Killshot. And then hits a curb stomp. I wish that it would have ended in a double countout with Marty just getting the, uh, the dog tags. Mm-hmm. Or on think... just a single countout with him taking the dog tags. I think you could have. I think you could have done that and had this be more effective than negate kind of the uh, the win and then the jump post match thing. Uh, it's. I mean, how many? It's just. It seems so overdone, and it seems like such a crutch. Like this guy wins, but don't worry, this guy jumps him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Uh, honestly, of of things on Lucha Underground, there's like not a lot to complain about. It's it's a very good show, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not watching it. I don't know what's wrong with you. Exactly. Uh, Gift of the Gods match be- between Tejano. I like how I said that. Uh, it's uh, Joey Ryan, Sinestro de la Muerte, uh, Aerostar, The Mac, Sexy Star, and Chavo. Mac and Sexy Star hit head in the uh, in-stereo and then they do a little friendly competition deal in the ring together. It's very hard to take notes during this match because yes. it's all moving very, very fast. Yeah. Uh, Tejano does these chops and clotheslines in the corner. Like he'll chop, and then he follows through with a clothesline. That's cool. I've never and, seen and, that. And I feel like that's something Roman Reigns should do. Yeah. That just seems like a thing that, like, it it just seems like it's big. Like, it's BOOM! Instead of ten clotheslines in the corner. I hate that. Um, <sighs> Tahano looks really good in this match. Yeah, he does. Uh, really big. Tahano whips Aerostar into the corner. Aerostar does the most crazy evasion shit, where he hops from the middle turnbuckle to one side of the rope to the other side of the rope to the outside of the ring-like uh, rope to the apron to an enziguri to a diving DDT from the outside second rope to the inside. It was, like, fucking phenomenal. I, I, I don't know how you don't fuck that up. It's uh, crazy. Yeah. So agile. Pump Handle Exploder by Joey Ryan looked great. Straight jacket ba- uh Backbreaker uh, by Sinestro De La Muerte, I think. And uh, that's that move that Breeze does, where it's, like, the ripcord. Yeah. And then he, like, pulls and does, like, a sideways uh, backstabber, Mm -hmm. which I I think is great and should be Breeze's finish. I think it's really, really good. Um, Everyone does uh, daisy chain finishes on Chavo. Uh, Chavo just fucking eats everything. Awesome. All of a sudden, Cage comes in, and he just kills everyone. He power slams Sexy... Repress slams Sexy Star to the outside... She flies to the outside on top of everyone. He hits a Steiner screwdriver on Joey Ryan, and then he pulls Chavo on top. And me and Brian were watching this going, what the f- Why the fuck did he do this? This doesn't make any sense. And then it was immediate, like, oh, Chavo has to defend the championship. Yep. It's a championship. Chavo has to defend. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So post-match, Chavo has the championship, and Cage says, congratulations. I'll see you next week. Dario Cueto said you already agreed to uh, a match with me. For the Gift of God's Championship. Chavo does not want the belt. <laughs> he's now,
1: he's just pissed. Uh, I thought that was such a good way to tell a story. Yep. So fucking fun. Because like, I really didn't know who was going to come away from this match mm-hmm. as the winner. Yep. Like, I really didn't. And and that's a very interesting way to, to play on what you had thought of. Like, yep. Didn't think that was going uh, that way at all. Yep. Um,
0: Really love this match. Thought it was great. So uh, if you have time, watch this one. Post credits, you have Vampiro and Pentagon beating the shit out of each other. Um, so, or, I'm sorry, Pentagon is just, just getting beating. the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Um, so that I thought that was very cool. I thought that was very, very good. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to our friend J.B. Rowe, because he sent me this shirt, and then he also sent Brian a shirt that is his uh, Make Comics uh, Watch Pro Wrestling. Kind of have a little logo there. Yeah, I but, wore it on Friday. Yeah, hell yeah. And he also sent us um, Atomic Elbow. He did the cover here, and, uh, also his comic that he's been working on, uh, 2019, which I really recommend, so, uh, well, oh, that's jbroe.com. uh, check it out, and that's where I got this shirt from, uh, which I'm very happy about. Brian! Yes? How about NXT? Let's go. Everything NXT. I saw from NXT, I guess I saw bits and pieces, I saw highlights, whatever, mm-hmm. um, it looked good, and, yeah. and it looked like it's leading up to some good
1: stuff. It was good because it was, a it was an episode that moved the story along, we're three weeks away, I guess, from the next takeover. Yep. Um and as of tonight it'll be two weeks. Yep. And uh, start off with Blake and Murphy uh, back with Alexa mm-hmm. uh, and Double A or A Double or whatever the fuck he's called here. A Double uh, and uh... A, a-, a mystery partner and a partner of his choosing. Uh huh. And it's Nakamura. Uh huh. How'd the crowd react to that? Awesome. I mean the crowd loves Nakamura. He can't do anything wrong in their eyes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Nakamura out of the gate starts the match so so crazy mm-hmm. like. The guy is so competitive, so exciting to watch. He doesn't do much, but yep. he does so much with everything he does. Yep. He he makes everything look big and fun. It's, it, it's he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And and he doesn't look like, "Oh, goofy, not a threat type of wrestler." It it's just everything he does looks really good. Yep. Um, they work really to get really well together. Um, Nakamura and uh and double a are actually pretty impressive as a tag team. They have a good little sequence that they go through. A double uh double A batteries. Um <laughs> uh, and I and I, I just love the style of Nakamura. Yep. Um it's really it's a really fun match, whatever. I mean, we all know what happens, which is uh that uh A Double and um Nakamura go over. But what's cool about it mm-hmm. is that Nakamura doesn't let A Double get back in for the yep. for the finish. Sorry, Aries. He, he takes it himself, yep. but they win so it doesn't matter. But I think this is the beginning. I think they're gonna have a match
0: at, um, at Takeover. I think for sure, like every I watched that. Yeah. Everything about that was they're going to have a match. At
1: takeover. You could tell Ares wasn't too pleased that Nakamura wasn't letting him into the ring. It was, was it was subtle, and it was and it's by guys who know how to work a more mm-hmm. subdued kind of story thing. It wasn't so it wasn't bombastic, and I thought that was very cool. So so I'm very excited because those guys. Uh, I think Nakamura will be a great face mm-hmm. for a while, mm-hmm. and I think. Austin Aries is always better as a heel, so yep. uh, he'll have a good face to go up against. We'll see how it goes. So uh, at the end of the match, Bliss is done with these guys. They're losers. She walks away, leaves um, uh, Blake and Murphy just waiting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think Blake walks away 1st mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, Blake Aww. leaves Murphy behind. And, uh, and Murph. then we go backstage uh-huh. with, uh, with Mexican Re- Renee Young. Mm-hmm. Um, she is talking to somebody who I didn't write down the name of for some reason. Cool. But then we have an Oscar promo, uh, because we have to remember <laughs> that she's still around. Wait, hang on.
0: She interviewed someone, but you don't know who she interviewed? Forgot. That's great.
1: That's cool. I think, I think I got distracted. <laughs> great. Fantastic. Uh, it's, it's all right. We're fine. Yep. Uh, <laughs> We're doing great. Then, uh, then we come back, uh, to a backstage interview with Noe Jose. Um, hey, all right. He actually talks. Oh, really? And uh, it's not just like I'm a fun-loving guy. All I do is yeah. have fun. It was with Bailey. Um, oh, oh, she interviewed Bailey. Yeah, okay. And
0: um, I'm sure we've seen that interview a million times. Hey, well, how do you feel about Nia Jax? Oh, you know, I barely
1: squeaked out a win last time, and, I think and she's, this time, yeah, it's exactly. Uh, those okay. Words. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that's why I didn't write down her name. Well, at uh, least you wrote down Mexican Renee Young. <laughs> I mean, from the profile, you just tell me next week. Man. Um, but yeah, no way. Jose is a pretty good promo. Cool. He he, uh, he didn't stutter a lot. He had a lot of uh, a lot of charisma, but he wasn't just like a fun loving guy. And that's mm-hmm. all I wanted out of him. He's like, hey, I like to have fun, but I'm also here to compete. Cool. So uh, that good was just a bit. Then we get another backstage sort of. Um, I think it was like an interstitial. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's Carmella talking about how her dream is uh, to be up there with them boys. She's happy for them boys mm-hmm. up up uh, up at WWE doing good stuff on Raw and SmackDown. And mm-hmm. Enzo and Cass are, are awesome. And she's uh, she's going to match them up soon. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we have Carmella versus Peyton Royce. Uh, Peyton Royce looks like Poison Ivy. And she's still sticking her hair back. Yeah. Terrible look. Uh Yeah. But now her hair's purple and she's wearing green, so she looks like poison ivy, oh, and she okay. has that rose. Uh, they even mention it on the show. Oh, okay. Um, Peyton Wait. Royce is impressively strong. Yeah, I don't think people give her a lot of credit for her as a power wrestler, mm-hmm. and she's uh, she's pretty she's pretty impressive as a power wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I really enjoyed this match because it was basically let's shift the underdog gimmick from uh, Bailey to Carmella. Uh, and build up Carmella as our, like, our sweetheart hero. So, five, five-star match, match of the year. Got it. Yep, uh, Carmella wins, uh, by making Peyton Royce tap out. With, okay. With that, uh, move Stat, Staten did. Island tap out. I yeah. don't know. Stap, step stappi, stappin' out. Whatever out. you just said, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have a, uh, Facebook exclusive, Joe and, um, Valor. Guys, Facebook exclusive. <laughs> They're, uh, uh, oh, wait, no, no. This is, we have a, uh, a fake fan shot, uh, breakdown between Joe and Balor in Oregon when they were just doing Oh, right, right, York. right. Yeah, because everyone was fighting and the, Joe died, or I'm sorry, Balor dives and everybody's, ah, yeah, right, and, right, right. And it kills me because it's shot like WWE, mm-hmm. but they do it on smartphones. <laughs> so it's, it's like you're not making me think like I'm not supposed to see this. Mm-hmm. It's shot exactly the same way, but it's funny to see like a guy in all black and a smartphone like getting through the ring and uh, trying to get these shots. Um, basically that announces that uh, Balor and Joe are going to have their cage match. Oh, I think that's going to be great. Which is going to be awesome. They have a, uh, I think this is, what they have like the backstage, yeah. Backstage <clears throat> uh, an, uh, contract signing between the two guys with Regal. And I thought it was a pretty good little... Uh, little exchange they're they're working really well off each other yep not just in the ring but in promo they're very good yep uh <clears throat> at one point they like while they're staring down uh and uh joe walks off of the off of camera mm-hmm. uh baller shouts something like oh this will be um this will be like the last time that we that you and i ever face and then from off screen as loud as he could have possibly yelled mm-hmm. he just goes it will Joe like Joe not, Joe rules. Not being on camera but still having yeah. that presence. I thought was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Joe Joe should be on the main roster. He yeah. It's it's he, he just should. It's good to have him there to develop some people, mm-hmm. but I don't think he needs nope. to develop anybody else. He should be on the main roster and mm-hmm. and competing. Yep. Um backstage Bam officially break up uh Alexis says I you guys are dead weight and I need to focus on being champion and then uh, the two guys walk away from each other. They're not happy. Uh, next up, tag match. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano versus Danny Burch and John Rising. Uh, crowd in here is really shitty because they keep uh, chanting Terror Rising. Um, and then one guy wouldn't stop chanting it. So everybody was done and uh, then one guy kept doing it. That's cool. all I could think of uh, Cool. when I was listening to it. Um, <coughs> but it, I mean, it's it's good little match for uh, Ciampa and Gargano to get over mm-hmm. and... Look good against guys who look who also look good in the ring. Right. Um, then you have the rematch for American Alpha and Revival, but that's announced by Regal. Cool. Ni- that's good. That's gonna be great. And and I'm really excited for that yeah. one. And mm-hmm. that takes us into uh, main event: Bailey versus Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Uh, best part was before the match come uh, and Bailey's coming down off the ramp. Mm-hmm. One of the arm, yeah, inflatable two man hands is in reach and she high fives the hand oh that's cool it was cool i don't know if she had been waiting for that Uh or if she just thought of it it was really cool that she was able to to get to get that in because that should be on a reel somewhere Mm -hmm. um this this match did not turn out the way i thought it was going to turn out it Uh was it was a good match it was a lot like their first match Mm -hmm. nia Jax is way more powerful and bailey's just trying to pick away pick away pick away and uh and nia Jax just in this case, her power was was what won. She just. I heard she worked Bayley. the
0: arm, so Bailey couldn't couldn't lock in the guillotine. Yep. She tried to, and and Jax powers out, and then like
1: leg drops her like three times. Yeah. Um. I like this match mostly because it showed that Nia Jax can actually put on a match that's longer uh, than a couple of minutes. Well, I think that has a lot to do with Bailey. Oh, of course. It's just it's just like their other matchup. Yeah. yeah. So. But it 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 helps Nia Jax is starting to feel more comfortable in the ring. So, so Jax goes over, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Clean like. I was I was pretty surprised, but I like that Bailey can take a few losses and not look bad. Mm -hmm. So that's That's NXT. That's NXT. All right, let's let's fly through Extreme Rules. All right, hit me with the opener. Uh, Let's. All I wrote is Bloodline versus the Club. Uh, Down goes Oos. I I like I like I like I watched
0: most of this match because it's Gallows and Anderson. Uh huh. I like that it was just going. It pretty much happens the way that you think it's going to. Yeah. Where. All four are in the ring, and then two guys go outside, and then the two guys fight, and then two guys, you know, it's interchangeable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, it starts breaking down where the guys on the outside are beating the shit out of each other. I love when they just took, I love when the club took control of the Usos. Yeah. And just beat the shit out of them. The, like, that throwing into boot the- That big old boot of doom? Yeah, throw, throwing him into the turnbuckle, and it was, like, so fucking loud. And yep. then hitting the big boot of doom, where Gallows just tossed him onto the barricade after that huge apron boot by uh, Anderson. Awesome. Killer, man.
1: Awesome. Killer. They hit Magic Killer, too, didn't they?
0: Uh, like,
1: I like that they have two finishes.
0: Yeah yeah i think i think they did i like that they have magic killer and they have buddha doom
1: i like that they also talked about their pedigree being in iwgp
0: being yeah, tag champs yeah uh that's jbl kept going on about like this is a dream match because it's the greatest wwe tag champions against the greatest japanese tag champions yeah but neither of those t- statements are probably true but
1: <laughs> all right Spe- a- especially not for the usos yep uh, but uh, as you would expect, Gallows and Anderson go over uh, in this match. Which I, I
0: don't know. You can't really say expect because they, they haven't fucking gone over anywhere. Like they, this is like the first time, like the first like big win
1: that they've gotten. They've yeah. lost to the Usos a bunch. They've I've... been booked like shit. Uh, have they been wrestling more on SmackDown than on Raw? Then yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I'm like I, don't know, I feel like I only saw them wrestle once, but mm-hmm. either way, I'm happy to see Gallows and Anderson uh, starting to do um a lot more and having like a great right. match. Right. Um, everybody's mean to Byron because it'd be mean to Byron era uh, next up you have Kalisto versus Rusev I hated that Kalisto who wasn't well enough to wrestle on Smackdown
0: came in and did flippy shit right away it was just like you couldn't even wrestle on Smackdown but you're like hey what's up it's me Kalisto and I'm the US champ and it's like dude so, tape up your fucking ribs or something yeah. like, it, wh- it felt like this match was pretty quick also, like, it, it didn't. I don't think it got a lot of time, I, it, but I thought by the end it, it was good. It got good heat from Rusev tossing him off the top turnbuckle onto the uh apron, mm-hmm. like back first, and then pulling him in, and then just wrenching back yeah, just like on that accolade and like just folding him backwards. Him. And
1: so, new U.S. champ, yeah, 117 day title reign. Yep, didn't know that he had the title for that long, which sucks because he could have done a lot more, no with it. like no feuds. So, yeah, but um. There you yeah. go. Cif wins. JBL sells it like maca. Cool. I have no idea what I wrote there. Me. Um Selling it, though. Hey, uh, finally talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I promo. saw that.
0: I saw that. They they finally said, oh, and also with WWE Sheamus, who's not on
1: this show. At all. So Glad we finally brought it so up. So weird. Uh, New Day come down, have a little promo before their match. Always awesome. Really don't need to talk much nope. about how good they are. Nope. Um, then we have New Day versus Fodd Villains with Woods in the match, which was really cool.
0: This match was too short.
1: Yes. I think it could have used a
0: couple extra minutes. I agree. I think you could have sawed off some minutes from that cage match and put it onto this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, I didn't watch this whole pay-per-view. I I skimmed through a lot of it, but I did watch this match fully and it was like, oh, I had fun. Oh, it's over. Yeah. It was like, this felt like a raw match. The only, the only big spot was kicking out of the Whirling Dervish. And then other than that, it was like, Okay. I also the new day cheated to win the crowd was fine with it so i guess i can't really be upset or whatever but like kofi Inziguri gotch or whatever and then woods pinned him and that was that was it yeah i mean it was just like oh okay
1: that's okay yeah
0: i, don't... I mean hey I, they had whir- that whirling dervish i bought as a near fall hook line and sinker oh yeah because nobody kicked out of it so yeah um doesn't matter they shouldn't use that like that should be like a nice setup move their finish should be that suplex
1: power bomb yeah i, I like that move a lot more yeah I agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we finally have, or not finally have, but we have a backstage uh, AJ Styles promo. Mm -hmm. Then we finally have probably the match of the night. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn,
0: Cesaro, and Miz. I think the main event was better, but God, I love, like, this match was awesome. The main
1: event was was
0: good because I bought every near fall. Yeah, 100%. It was like, you
1: knew that AJ Styles wasn't going to win, but fuck, they teased you like he was going to. Like, I didn't believe he was going to win. Yep. But... 100% 100% when he hit Styles Clash on yep, the chair. Yep. I'm like, well, I mean, if there's going to be a way he's going to win. Exactly. Nope. But yep. uh, as a match to watch with a great story, mm-hmm. like, man, I I thought this match was so much fun. Um, Cesaro does push-ups before everything. <laughs> uh, Cesaro is a guy who has grown so much in such a short time. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed with how good he's become. He's great, become. man um like i think Sami Zayn goes straight for a haluba kick at the beginning of the he did match. and he, he knocked owens like clean out right? yeah I like, like that right at the beginning Yep. which uh feeds into what happens the next night on raw yep where the, the haluba kick out of nowhere is like a thing i'm and, really and enjoying I like that, that a lot uh it's showing that it's not just a big setup move that he only can throw out of a desperation mm-hmm. um cesaro is the star of this match in my opinion uh just because he is everywhere and doing everything. Yep. Uh the Miz the Miz he's there. He, hey he, they they need a, they needed a punching bag and the Miz provided the perfect punching bag. He's doing exactly what he needs to be doing in his role. Not mm-hmm. every good wrestler is a is or not every wrestler is a good wrestler. Yep. Uh, sometimes you just need a wrestler who is out there and is the punching bag. And that and that's who this is. You have three you have three guys that the crowd wants to
0: have the title mm-hmm. and and the Miz has it and they hate him for having it. Uh, this match, when Cesaro and Zayn go at it, is fucking phenomenal. Like, every time it's anyone but The Miz, this match is, like, jaw-dropping. L- L- Sami Zayn hits, like, the best-looking Yoshi Tonic. Uh-huh. Like, his rolling Yoshi Tonic is incredible. He does a dive to the outside, like... He's looking so good. There's swings and cannonballs and all sorts of crazy shit all over the place in this match. Mm-hmm. But how, what's the end? What's the finish? Uh, oh, hold on. I actually wrote the most for this match.
1: Oh, wow. Like, Good for you. Oh,
0: that's made. Wow, Jesus Christ. Let's yeah. go to
1: here. Uh, I love Cesaro. Big ass swing. Cesaro had it. And Zane interrupts. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Sammy almost had it. I bought it. Uh, skull cushing finale on the outside. Mm-hmm. This is the best. Miz steals the victory. Fuck, awesome match. Yeah. Uh. So, Miz is probably
0: wrestling the best in his whole career, and it's not because of him. It's because of all the people that he's wrestling. Which is fine. It's. He's a guy who just, who does better when someone else is better than him. Yeah, and and most people are so like someone who can put on like a real clinic. He always. He always ends up looking a lot better.
1: But he steals the win. He's still icy champ. Yep. I, I'm digging it. It's, uh, it's really cool. Yep. Next. Uh, next we have Y2J versus Dean Ambrose. In a match that's, I think, a little bit too long. I agree. I think it was like the way
0: the weapons kind of came into play, it happened in like a weird order, mm-hmm. or it was like you started so high that you couldn't kind of go back. It ramped up. It was like way up here and then it kind of like lulled and they got people back into it by the end but i think that if you lose 5 to 7 8 minutes in there yeah. 10 minutes really it, like it was it's a long. it's long um but i thought some of the spots were pretty cool there's blood people are they're taxed they're beating the shit out of each other
1: um Michael Cole calls them numchucks and i numchucks and i couldn't get over it it's andrew i like i wanted i wanted to call WWE, and just like, hey man, can I like, I need to know, yeah. does Michael Cole know it's not nunchucks, or is he trying to be funny? Yeah. Because we have a friend. We have a friend who says
0: nunchucks, and we say, why do you say that? And he says, what do you mean? And we say, you you call nunchucks
1: nunchucks, and he says, I don't hear the difference. <laughs> I had to ask him, I'm like, seriously, I know you fuck around a lot, do you not think they're called nunchucks? Yep. And he's like, no, numchucks, Num numchucks, because because they hit you and you go numb. Oh god, numchucks. Yep, uh, Ambrose wins.
0: Uh, yeah, so there's uh, a spot. I like the uh, the thumbtacks when Dean Ambrose has the thumbtacks and Chris Jericho looks fucking terrified and tries to get out and can't. Yeah, and then he tries to go for the code breaker and he gets tossed into him. I like that. I like Dean Ambrose going to the top, the dive, yep. and everything. I thought this was all just a very good match. Yeah, a, a very good match
1: that went way too long. I that, agree. That's all. I think five minutes off of this, it would have been way better. Yeah. Uh, Natty versus Charlotte. Uh, this was probably my second favorite match of the night, uh-huh. um, outside of the main, um, because I I really enjoyed the wrestling in this match. I thought it was I thought it was a really I, good time. I skipped most of it. Because I feel like I've just seen this match so many times at this point that, mm-hmm. that I can't
0: imagine that they did much new. That's my criticism. And and it's a submission match, and it was just kind of like, oh, okay. It felt like the announcers didn't really sell the submissions every time, so it was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, and then by the end, Dana Brooke comes out in uh, an awful-looking Ric Flair getup, and uh, Natalia goes, what is this? And then uh, Charlotte tries to get a, a one-over on her and doesn't, and then Natalia goes, what is this? Again.
1: Two, and two that's when she loses. pay-per-views with two screwy finishes in a row. I feel like they deserve more than this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe they're just biding their time until Becky Lynch is ready or until Sasha Banks is back. I don't know. Do something more with this new title because the wrestling has been good, but it's just like the story has not. Right. So, so whatever. Yeah, uh, so Charlotte wins and she's teaming with Dana, I guess. I guess, yeah. That's interesting. I feel like... Charlotte should have completely been by herself now. If she if going dump flare on Monday, like she shouldn't have Brooke.
0: They just keep putting heaters on her, and it's like, all right, keep yeah. putting heaters on her, I guess. Yeah. I, guess. I, I, I agree. I don't think she needs them, but Mm-mm. if that's what they want to do, they must see something that we don't. So.
1: Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, I feel like we talked about the main event throughout the whole uh, event. Uh, Hit but, me with some of those spots. All right. Let's see. Ru- uh, rifle, ready? Rifle through your notes, and go. Okay. Match starts outside of the ring. Uh, AJ Styles looks amazing. Uh, I really love this feud. The fucking spear on the outside was Mm -hmm. was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, just insane. Uh, The crowd is the best part of this match because they hate Roman Reigns. Yep. Uh, God, they they fucking hated him. They hate him so (laughs) So, much. Well, and they love AJ so much. Yep. That's why this feud is so good. Mm -hmm. Because they really, really like the person that they're supposed to like and really hate the person that they're supposed to like mm. and um hang on someone in the chat
0: said change change the title to women's just to book screwy divas finishes to matches dude fuck that like that finish with like Dana dressed up as Ric Flair that totally could have happened in like the US title match the IC title match like any yeah. are you serious like yeah. that's not a screwy divas finish that's the way WWE books their shit yes that's not a screwy divas finish that's a screwy finish that they could have put in any match
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, like yeah i don't love that finish either Wha- what do you want Char- no. charlotte's a heel dude sorry sorry you're rubbed raw by mm-hmm. it i don't know what to tell you man shit it worked it it's fuck it's it's the same we would have seen anywhere else i i really i genuinely feel like you could put that finish on any of these other okay. matches like it doesn't
1: feel like that's specific to like the women's division Mm-mm. not at all no 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 I I think that this is this is where you see the chinks in WWE's armor. They they don't know how to book a match when they want somebody to look strong, mm-hmm. but they want to have them have a strong competitor. Yep. But they don't want them to look weak compared to that competitor. Yep. It's okay if they lose a match or two. Yep. You don't always have to have it be for a title. Right. Like do something else with it. Yep. Um, we have the uh, uh, interference of the club and and the USOs. Uh. And then yeah, like as we talked about that Styles clash uh, on the chair and he kicked out. I could like I couldn't believe it. I I right. l- I literally like hit the ca- like I hit the chair in front of me <laughs> as hard as I could and just yelled fuck mm-hmm. because I I thought that was it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I could not believe that that was Buying It man. Uh. Then Styles just loses his mind, unloads with the chair. Yep. Um. And then uh. And then he hits another Styles Clash. Yep. And, and he still couldn't win. Yep. Uh, And then all I wrote was, "Uh, come on, bullshit finish, fuck this, fuck off Roman Reigns, and that's exactly how you're supposed to feel, mm-hmm. which made me very happy. Mm-hmm. Because I had not just, oh, I know what's going to happen reaction to the end of this match, I was pissed off that the guy I wanted to win didn't win. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So, good job on them for uh, booking another... Good pay per view. Yep. Um. And then that leads into Raw. Raw. Uh. It's not a thorn in our eye. Raw was
0: very good. Yeah. Raw was great. I, I still. Think- I still saw people complaining online because that's their natural tendency. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um. Raw. Raw was so enjoyable. There were no bullshit finishes. I thought this was like such a good show front to back. We saw the Authority twice. Yeah, I think. And, and it was like so minimal or whatever you want to call them the new era
1: yeah uh
0: it, it like man i really had a good time watching raw mm-hmm. genuinely had a good time watching raw yeah um it it felt like it felt like a really high point in what could be something cool and consistent but won't well, no no that's okay uh it opens with seth Ra- oh wait at, at the end of this oh yeah at the end of the pay-per-view Seth Rollins comes back, pedigrees Roman Reigns, and then stands tall with the title. Uh, he has a new shirt that says, uh, redesign, rebuild, uh, restructure. I don't know what the fuck it is. Rollins. Rollins. I like, I like the design, the, the crosshairs. Yeah, the, the crosshairs on the with the SR on the front. It, it looks cool. good. Um, so he comes out. Rollins is back. He wasn't supposed to be back for a couple of weeks, but he's back now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he comes out and he does the most, he has like the most disingenuous entrance. He's like pointing at people and everything and we're watching it and I'm just telling Brian, oh, He's a heel. Oh, they're keeping him heel. Yeah. And Brian went, "Oh, yeah." I don't, I don't. And then he kept doing it. He kept pointing to the crowd and doing like, "Hey, I can't hear you," whatever. And or st- I'm still like, he this this bullshit. He's going to be a heel. I don't, know, I don't know. And then he grabs a microphone and the first thing he says is, "Hey, did you guys miss me?" And Brian went, "Oh, fuck, he's a heel." <laughs> so happy. It
1: was it was just a, that that immediate thing. Yep. Uh, that's how good Seth Rollins is. Mm-hmm. Lo- I mean, I know anybody else could have done this, but this guy is I don't know what I don't know how to tell you that you're wrong other than this
0: si- Saiga in the chat. I meant as a character for Charlotte. I'm not defending Screwy Finish for Screw after Screwy Finish, but Charlotte had no real personality beforehand. At least this gave her something. I wish it was more, but it's okay for now. She's the daughter of the dirtiest player in the game. He's turned her from a baby face who brought in the Diva's Revolution to someone who covets a title so much she's willing to go to any length to keep it so far is to recruit other people and to dishonor her father i don't know what you want i don't know what you're not getting i'm not sure what's not clear or going over your head this is like real it's i feel like it's really easy to understand and they spelled it out real fucking plainly when she had a big feud with becky and she was slowly turning yeah right i'm not crazy if i'm crazy
1: if i'm crazy tell me no she really ca- she came in as a baby face to defeat one of the biggest Nikki, like Bastion's, uh, exactly. uh, like, not even Bastion, but like Torchbearer yep. of what the Divas like title yeah. had a problem with. Yeah. This person who kind of can wrestle and holds the belt for I'm, over a year. I'm tired of
0: like the, of hearing about how Charlotte doesn't have enough personality or, or she's not, uh, she's not enough or something. I think she's great, man. Yeah. I think Charlotte has been like consistently very good. She's her, still her, green her... on the mic. Oh God. Hey, and she's still pretty green in the ring, but fuck. She's like really something to watch when she's on screen. I want to watch her. Yeah. And that is more than you can say about more than half of the roster. Yeah. Hey hey man, when Heath Slater's on, you really tune in when Charlotte's on, I'm, I'm pretty glued. I'm pretty into whatever she's doing. I like everything that she's been involved with Mm -hmm. since before she had the title. She has had a great story arc. She's, she's been a compelling character that you've watched change. It's been really
1: good, and I think I think you're bonkers, dude. Yeah, I mean, especially because you could have chalked that same sort of uh, complaint up if you replaced the New Day and Social Outcast with uh, Team Bad and uh, PCD mm-hmm. with the whole cake thing. Yeah, like if that were women, would you would probably be saying some bullshit women thing? That I mean, I don't, I don't want to harp on this one guy, mm-hmm. but I just feel like in general. The community around wrestling wants to point at anything that involves the women that seems gimmicky Mm -hmm. and discredit it for being against the women.
0: So on Raw tonight, Charlotte splits from Ric Flair, cuts a big promo, cutting him down, and and it's a huge heel promo. Ryan says, the only slip up is they should have started like a trickle of fuck you dad stuff, then did the split after a few weeks. This out of nowhere dad sucks thing felt a little weird. Other than that, she's great. No, I absolutely disagree. They've been doing the dad sucks thing for a few weeks now. That's why he got banned from ringside. That's why when he came down, she lost the match. They've been doing it, man. It's not being shoved down your fucking throat. Like they've been doing exactly what you said they should be doing. They did, but on a way more subtle level, like you're asking them to do something way more black and white than what they've been doing. And I so appreciate the shades of gray they've been playing. Yeah. Like, you're, I just, I really feel like so many people are wrong about this. And and I just feel like the analysis has been so cut and dry that no one's stopping to go like, oh, they have been building this up. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Like, it's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, uh er, Man, Eric is just shutting everyone down. Uh, yeah. Well, everyone's wrong. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I don't, like, you didn't, pe- like, you didn't catch it. It was there, man. It was all... It's all spelled out. Banned from ringside. He came down to ringside during that one match and she ended up losing. Yep. And she's holding... She's like clutching the title mm-hmm. like a child. Like everything about this has been let up and it's been great. Yep. I, I liked it so much. I think... I, I have I have enjoyed Charlotte in the women's division so much more than most of the stuff we've been seeing
1: on Raw. I think that when... Maybe part of this is just being used to getting so many things shoved down your throat mm-hmm. that now your viewer base is like... Wait, how, wait. why is this happening? I just, I feel like Charlotte has been a
0: great, whoever's writing those stories has been doing a great job of not having these huge broad strokes that are so obvious for like, okay, well, the pay-per-view's in four weeks, so I guess we gotta do four weeks of Ric Flair really blowing it for her, so mm. that way we can have the blow-off at the pay-per-view, and then the next Raw, we could do, it's like, no, everything's kind of like woven in really nice. Um... They've been doing this for a really long time and they've been doing it in a way where it's not just fucking tamp down your throat with a chimney sweeps brush. I really yep. enjoy the women's division in Charlotte, whoever's writing this. That's it. Yeah. So uh, Seth Rollins is cutting a promo. He's a heel with a very wet jacket from his very wet hair <laughs> with with just this much blonde in it. Yep. Um, just enough. He calls out Reigns. He says he's coming for the title. Reigns comes out. He gets in the ring. Rollins ducks out. Shane McMahon comes in. Man, always, always when I'm in the middle of shit. Uh, Reigns, Reigns is out. Rollins is outside of the ring. Shane McMahon comes down, brings them both into the ring. Uh, Michael Cole puts over that Seth Rollins has never lost the title. Mm-hmm. It was taken away because he was hurt. And Shane McMahon says, you never lost the title. You were hurt. So let's make a match between you two at Money in the Bank. And then that's the end of that segment. Sheamus is backstage backstage. And he says, Sami Zayn has a stupid hat and he's not even from this country. I'm going to go beat the shit out of him in this Money in the Bank qualifier. That's the best promo Sheamus has ever cut. It was so good. God damn it. I love it. I thought it was excellent. Yep. Uh, Uh, Sheamus. I I really, really enjoyed that promo by Sheamus. And then, I fucking love this match. Yeah. By Sheamus. Sheamus and Sami Zayn had an incredible match. And it made me realize this. Sheamus and Roman Reigns are like Sting. Yeah. They're, they're fine. They put on consistently like fine matches. They're okay. They're not guys that really grab me. They're not like my favorites. They're just kind of like there. But when they wrestle people that are awesome, they put on awesome matches. Yeah. It's like in the in like the early 90s when Sting would wrestle Ric Flair, those matches were phenomenal. Yeah. Because Ric Flair is phenomenal, and Sting would wrestle up to that level. Yep. And I feel like Sheamus and Roman Reigns are guys who do that. They really put on a good show when they have guys that they go against. Cesaro, Owens, Styles, yeah. like they always look good when they wrestle guys who are awesome. Yep. And uh, that's what this match was. Uh, head scissors, fight on the outside, and a barricade moonsault by Sami Zayn. And then I realized that uh, this is my perfect stable. And here's the story that I write. <laughs> Becky Lynch, Finn Balor, and Sheamus are all in a stable. And they're, like, they're called like uh, the Irishmen, whatever. What, yeah, what do we call I, I don't even think we wrote a name. Okay. It was just like, you know, the Irish car bombs, dropkick Murphys, name them whatever. They're in a stable together, those three. And then they're like, we're they're strength in numbers. So they try to recruit Sami Zayn and they start telling him, You have to join us. You're Irish. And we all need to be on a team. We're strong in numbers. And he's and then he goes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Irish, I'm Syrian. And they go, We're Syrian too. We're serious that you need to, you we're serious about you joining us. <laughs> then the whole story leading up to the pay-per-view is that Sami Zayn is not Irish. That's my storyline. I love it. So now there's heat on Sami Zayn. I'm not even going to stay on it. That's all. I'm just going to throw it out there. Heat on Sami Zayn. There's a rally and a fucking wicked clothesline by Zayn. It knocked Sheamus for a loop. Then Sheamus gets back up and eats a Michinoku driver. Looked awesome. Uh, there's a lucha DD, that handhold DDT that Sami Zayn goes for. Mm-hmm. But um, Sheamus boots the ropes, which is funny because that's what happens in the main event also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheamus boots the ropes. Oh, yeah. Zayn goes down hard. He misses a broke kick. Uh, di- uh, Sami Zayn goes for a dive, but he gets stopped with an elbow. Sheamus climbs back in the ring, and he's in the corner, and as soon as he turns around, pff, gets blasted with a haluva kick. One, two, three. Sami Zayn just beat Sheamus clean as a sheet in the middle of the ring. That was awesome. With the haluva kick out of nowhere, I fucking love it. I th- The haluva kick in two nights became devastating. I like it. I like and it a lot. Sheamus, after this match, is so pissed. That he lost and he's mad at the new era. So we get Apollo Crews backstage cutting a promo until he's jumped by Sheamus and beat all around. And then he says, Well, you're part of the new era. I'm gonna fucking beat you up. You can't replace me. Dork. How about that? Uh New Day promo. They have cake for twelve hundred episodes. And then big E's gonna throw in a kid's face. Ooh, and then he's gonna throw JVL's face. Ooh. And then the social outcasts come and jump the new day. Oh, no. No, The fun. What will become of the cake? (laughs) Brian, worry not. We will talk more about the cake. Stampede, unicorn stampede in the corner uh, on (laughs) Heath Slater, who gets uh, lifted into the big ending and tossed into a double enziguri. Heath Slater rolls to the outside. Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas hold Heath Slater up, and they go, all right, Bo Train. Heath Slater leads the Bo Train. Followed closely by Curtis Axel, followed two steps behind by Heath Slater, who gets two steps further, and then flare flops on the outside. Love it. (laughs) They're so Fucking great. Uh, Bo and Curtis Axel turn around, and then they eat a dive by Xavier Woods, who tosses uh, Slater back in, and they hit midnight hour on Slater. They get the win, and then they throw the uh, cake into Slater, Slater into the cake. Either way, uh, let him eat cake. There you have it. Next Money in the Bank qualifier is the Miz versus Cesaro. Miz comes out and cuts a promo, and he's
1: fucking great. Awesome. The Miz
0: is great here, and he's gonna kiss his wife, and everybody boos, and then Cesaro's music interrupts. Uh, the match starts with an uppercut train, uh, and then he, Cesaro hits the ropes like seven times to hit his running dropkick. Uh, there's a cannonball off the apron by Cesaro, who's firmly in control here. He he holds in a stall suplex. Miz fights his way down, but doesn't touch the ground and gets lift back up into a, a deadlift suplex. Then Cesaro hits a springboard uppercut. Fucking awesome. Yep. Come back from commercial. Miz is in control. Then he hits vintage Miz, which is the neckbreaker combo that he never hits. Neat. Uh, heat on Cesaro throughout some of this match. Huge barricade uppercut and a big crossbody on the inside of the ring. He goes for the big swing on the inside, but the shoulder gives out. So Miz, Miz focuses on the arm all throughout. Miz goes to the top rope, goes for a double axe handle, but he eats a diving up, uh, flying uppercut. Like the, uh, I think they call it sudden impact. It's just, it's the big uppercut. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. From being tossed up. And, uh, Cesaro hits the neutralizer and he, he advances to money in the bank. So, so far Cesaro and Zane.
1: It's awesome, man. Raw
0: has been very good.
1: I can't believe that these guys are going to be in right? money in the bank.
0: They lost all the guys who lost the IC title match now stepped up and they're in the, uh, money in the bank contract match.
1: Awesome.
0: Awesome. I came to lay his possums lay down. Yep. Uh Rollins backstage. He runs into Stephanie, and Stephanie says our business relationship has changed. So they shake hands and Rollins goes mm. He makes a face. Jericho versus Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz sure is spry for a guy who has just been jumped backstage. Yeah. He comes out and he's just like, Hey, what's up? It's me, Apollo Cruz, and I'm okay. Okay. Uh, Chris Jericho is wearing bandages all over his body from where he got puncture wounds from the, uh... From the tacks. From the tacks. So Apollo Crews punches every single one of them. <laughs> I, thought I thought that was a great spot. Uh, heat on Crews, and then he hits an apron moonsault to the outside. Goes for the sit out powerbomb. It gets reversed into the walls of Jericho. Uh, Apollo Crews gets to the ropes. I thought the uh, announcers did a really good job of playing that spot up to be, um... To be, like... A really big spot, like, yeah. oh, Apollo fought out. I thought the announcers did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh Chris Jericho goes for a lion salt, and Apollo Cruz kips up, I think. Yeah, and but like doesn't get up all the like stumbles. I think he was supposed to catch Jericho off the lion salt and like hit like a power slam or something. Maybe. But um he doesn't, and it's all it all gets fucked up. And then Chris Jericho hits the code breaker out of nowhere. And um you could hear on the pin, you could hear Apollo Cruz going, oh, I'm so sorry, man. And that made me go, oh man. That's all right. Uh, Apollo Crews is not getting over. So Chris is in the Money of the Bank match. Okay. Uh, That's good. It looks like it's going to be Sheamus and Apollo Crews, though. That that should be an okay match. Yeah. It, it won't be Sami Zayn, Sheamus, but it will be pretty good. it will be I think. good. Yep. Yeah. Um, make Darren Young great again. Bob Backlund is yelling on the right side of the screen, name all the American presidents in order. And Darren Young goes, I don't think anyone can do that. And so Bob Backlund proceeds to name all the American presidents in order because I have a feeling that Bob Backlund could really do that. Probably could. Because it's Bob Backlund. Uh, The greatest thing happening on Raw are all these Bob Backlund promos. God, I fucking love them. I I don't know why they are hitting me in that spot where I go, this is great. Because it shouldn't be, but fuck it is. I love it. Like, they're so fun. Every week. I love him. He,
1: like, where this all came from, I don't know. No, no idea. But I'm happy. It's it's legitimately a very entertaining segment. Hey, make, make baseball fun again. Yeah. Uh,
0: Baron Corbin promo. He's wearing a hat. Dolph Ziggler interrupts and he says, you might have beat me in a pre-show by hitting me in the dick, but you couldn't beat me in a technical wrestling contest. And Baron Corbin goes, I didn't watch wrestling as a kid and dream about being the best wrestler i beat people up and i was good at it and i was told if you do something well get paid for it yep you want a match next week let's have it sure and so yeah let's keep having this fucking match whatever right big cast versus uh bubba Enzo comes out because he is back, and he's very fired up, and he cuts a great promo. He doesn't even have to say anything, and the crowd's eating every word. I, I, They fucking love him. I he love is, it. He is like the best... Oh, he's so over with the crowd. He is so fucking nuts. He's only been here for like six weeks. He's only been on Raw like four times, and he, like his absence was so notable because when he came back, going bonkers, running all over the place, he's cutting a promo, he's yelling, he's wearing... Red leather, red vinyl with cheetah lining Uh and cheetah like detailing and uh, a gun holster for some reason. I don't know. Why not? He's cutting a promo, and uh, if he had a dime for every time that he got knocked down and didn't get back up, you know how many dimes he would have?
1: He would have zero dimes. He would have
0: zero dimes. so funny. Cut's a great promo here, and he gets all nuts. How you doing? Uh, Big Cass says that he's going to be like throwing a basketball into... It, hitting you is going to be like throwing a basketball into a swimming pool. I'm not going to miss. And then Enzo starts screaming, He ain't going to miss. He ain't going to miss. And then and Cass just goes, oh, Okay, calm down. <laughs> uh Cass is in control for the, most of this match until Devon jumps Enzo. uh Then Cass gets the tables turned. He goes on the outside and rocket launches Enzo into Devon. Goes back in, hits a big boot in the Empire elbow for the win. I like it. Mm hmm. Now it's the uh Charlotte, Dana, and Rick promo. Charlotte turns on Ric Flair so hard and it is great. Heel heat. They start like the crowd's kind of quiet when Charlotte starts doing this, like they're not sure. And then you hear like a little bit of chatter. Ooh, yeah. hey, whatever, like like just some booze, whatever. Charlotte turns to the crowd and starts yelling, shut up, like yep. she's fucking visceral at him. And so that's their good. cue of like, oh fuck you. Yeah. And then they start giving her what, and she starts yelling at them. Don't give me the what, you know. I wish she would have had something bigger there to like really shut down the whats. Yeah, um, she was really close. I thought that was like the one part of the promo where it was like, ah, if you would have had something, it would have shut everyone down, and they would have got huge yeah. heel heat. Um, but she just kills Ric Flair and makes him leave the ring, and that's the whole segment. Loved
1: it. She she may not have the method of saying it down. Mm-hmm. she may not be you know the best with her choice of words mm-hmm. but st- still got the crowd to fucking boo you. Oh, she she had some of the biggest heel heat. I thought it was great. So good. Yep. So good. So
0: much hate towards her. I wrote I I really I wrote exceptional. Yeah. I thought I thought this promo was exceptional. Mm-hmm. I I really compared to the other promos from you know other heels and everything i thought this was very pointed it was very direct it had a clear target it was something the crowd could really hate and, and it made sense so yeah. i i really enjoyed it um someone said can we stop with the what chant yeah th- okay all right hey guys stop with the what chant all right we'll see if that took uh ziggler versus ambrose ambrose dives i thought this was one of the weakest matches of the night ambrose dives there's a diving elbow roll through pin and then a famouser. Double cross body spot in the middle of the ring. Super kick uh, gets turned into the rebound clothesline. And then a shrug off zigzag into Dirty Deeds. And Ambrose advances to Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Ric Flair is shown walking out backstage. And he hugs Arnie Anderson, who says, I'm sorry. And then Ric Flair... Uh, Renee says, is there anything you want to say? And he just goes, no, just... Thank you. Thank you. And then, like, leaves. And you're just like... Aww. "Oh fuck. Oh, I hate you, Charlotte. Yep. It worked. Perfect. 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 Main event time: AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. AJ cuts a promo, says he would have won the title if it wasn't for the Usos and the club interfering. And then the club comes down, Gallows and Anderson, and they say, "Yo, what the fuck? Yo, bro, it's like, it's like you didn't even want us interfering in your match." And he's like,
1: "Yeah, yeah. I, just,
0: yeah, I thought I made it pretty clear I didn't want you guys interfering in my match." Yeah. And then uh, AJ says, "Look, you guys, you just guys, you guys go your own way." I'll go my way. You know, don't let this professional thing ruin our friendship. And Carl Anderson says, don't talk to us like that. We're not friends. We're not brothers. And then they leave. Ooh.
1: Yeah. What could it mean? What could it mean? I would like to think that it is their way of uh, separating the uh, the two groups. I'm sure they'll cross paths later on, mm-hmm. but they don't need to. They didn't build it up so much in on the main roster. Or on on WWE that they're you know super super tight. So I was hoping that this was WWE going. Hey, this was what they did in Japan. We'll let you have a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. They'll be separate from now God ages on. Goddamn, AJ's God on my damn property. Good he works on my property. That's all people need. AJ came out. AJ came out and cut a promo.
0: And you know what he sounded like? He sounded like a
1: dumb son of a bitch. Deleted.
0: <laughs> AJ, fake name. Uh. AJ goes for his uh his leapfrog drop down drop kick and then uh he goes for the drop kick. Kevin Owens holds the ropes so he doesn't get hit with it and then Kevin Owens claps and gives him thumbs up and then runs to hit the ropes and eats a drop kick and the crowd loved it.
1: The crowd oh, loved man. it. Man,
0: I I really enjoy. AJ is hitting all of his old spots in this match because he also did the kip up head scissors. Yeah, like he's doing all of his shit. Um, get your shit in. Yeah, hell yeah, Brian Cage style. Owens does a fake dive, rolls to the outside, and clotheslines AJ on the outside. Uh, Styles flies to the outside with a forearm. Hits his kenta combo, does a flying forearm to a seated um, Owens, which I thought was very cool. Uh, German suplex by Kevin Owens, followed by a cannonball. Uh, AJ Styles goes for an enziguri, but misses. There's a standing switch. Uh, Kevin Owens going for another German suplex, but a switch. Uh, AJ Styles hits a German suplex, then hits another Enziguri, then hits a, a Yushigaroshi, uh, which looked fucking great. Kevin Owens hits a pump handle neckbreaker. That looked great. Springboard 450. That looked great. The crowd starts chanting, this is awesome. They're all over this match at this point. Uh, Kevin Owens hits a pop-up powerbomb on the steps to the outside, uh, and they tease a countout on AJ Styles, who barely gets in just in time. So they tease the count out. Kevin Owens goes for the pop-up powerbomb. It gets, re- it gets reversed. AJ Styles hits the Pele kick. And then goes for the phenomenal forearm, but when he hits the ropes, Kevin Owens super kicks the ropes, Mm -hmm. Young Buck style, and then he hits the short arm uh, pop-up powerbomb, and he wins clean.
1: Yeah. Beats AJ Styles clean, one, two, three. Uh, What'd you think of that? I think that it's... I was telling Eric that I am okay Mm -hmm. with heels being able to compete. In WWE mm-hmm. without having to cheat to win. Yep. Because it's a lot more competitive when you really feel like the heel isn't just a guy who has to have some unforeseen advantage to, to get uh, to get a victory. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly believe that um, Owens is going to win Money in the Bank. After, after what we saw, I he's, think... He's hot right now. I don't know who else
0: is going to be in the match. Yeah. I mean... Oh, spoilers... I said it. Uh here's spoilers if you want to know, and I'm gonna wave my hands like this when I'm done, so I'm telling you spoilers right now. Alberto Del Rio beat Zach Ryder, and he will be in the Money in the Bank match. Spoilers over. Oh that. Hmm. So uh so that's, that's that's another one. So we have uh the person I just mentioned, the first as, as well as
1: Cesaro, and one more open spot, basically. Yeah, okay. Cesaro,
0: Zayn, Jericho, Ambrose, Owens, and the person I just mentioned, and then there will
1: be one more. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That'll. Uh, but that'll I just feel
0: like I've seen this match before.
1: We have. We are there. Flyers old as shit. You can see it. It's. Uh, I'm gonna guess August, six, two thousand four. It's gotta be that it thousand. It's gotta be two th- thousand four. It's Dominic's birthday. Ooh, I think. There you go.
0: So there you have it. Guys, we reviewed all the things. We got through it all. We did do all the things. I'm done interneting today. Can you even adult right now? I need to go adult. Ew. Gross. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, we did it. Episode 106 of The Go Home Show is in the books. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can email us, gohomeshow at mega 64com Hit us up on Twitter at gohomeshow, thegohomeshow.hummler.com, facebook.com slash the show. Uh, you can watch this episode on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash Bedour Or see it live every Tuesday at 7.45pm Pacific at twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. Uh, go rate us on iTunes. That does something, I'm sure. Uh, but if not, you know, go uh, thank our sponsors, uh, Hot Nuts, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd, Downward Dog, and Dog with a Blog. Those are our sponsors this week. Uh, Guys, is there anything else that you want Brian to say before we get
1: out of here? No, they don't. Brian, can you think of anything? Well, I told you that I need to go adult, so I'm going to go adult and go home. and get home.